Well, so you know how sometimes your managers will bring popcorn to the oh, gate? Yeah, for that's really nice when they do that. So they brought it and I started eating it and my partner was like, what if corporate caught us eating popcorn at the gate? Because he's like a lot more proper. And I was like, then they would see the happiest worker they've ever seen. <laughs> like, I was <laughs> like, this is the happiest I've ever been at work. So if they're taking pictures of me eating popcorn at the gate... It's it's a great time because I look so happy. You don't think Bear would turn on her director voice and let you have it? Bear would not. She'd be happy you're happy. Because <laughs> when you're happy, then the passengers are happy. Well, and also this was it like... Her director voice. Like minus... Like we still had like an hour and a half to like put... Like, you know what I mean? Like there was no one asking us questions. If someone comes up, I'm going to put my popcorn down. But I was just like... I'll stand by passengers. See me at the podium. Here, see the second. Non-Rev Lounge is a travel and aviation podcast. Monique, Laura, and Tyler are three friends that work for a major airline as gate agent, flight attendant, and ramp worker. During this podcast, they will discuss using their flight benefits to travel the world as well as talk about things that happen at work. They have guests on almost every week to share their travels and stories, leaving tips on the best places to travel and things to do. Enjoy! Welcome to the Non-Rail Lounge. I'm Tyler. I'm here with Monique and Trash Panda. Trash Panda? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. And Lara. Thank you. Is it the red hair? No. It's her black eyes. Thanks, because I have two black eyes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I go to bed every night praying that they'll be gone by Dorkfest. <laughs> I'm taking Arnica like a fiend. You doing okay? Yeah. It's the Monique made the joke. The things you'll do to get out of reserve. <laughs> It's true. It's true. You had eye surgery. Mm-hmm. And now I have two black eyes. I asked Lara, I said, what, now that once you can see better, are you still going to be friends? No, once you, cause she can actually see us. Like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> when you know what I really hate is like, I, like I said it, I went into said to someone, oh, I had eye surgery, so I can't. They're like, oh, you had your cataracts. I'm like, no, I am not that old. Oh, my God. <laughs> so do phoenix flight attendants look really good because of this kind of thing because on reserve they're all going and getting yeah you know i'm surgeries like done. i'm the last of the mohicans a lot of them have done it already i could tell <laughs> they asked if you've been out in the house with dave if people give dave weird looks yeah his, yeah. his wife's got a bunch of black eyes <laughs> well, he just keeps saying get over here <laughs> <laughs> and i run over there really quick <laughs> so last week was uh a little bit of a not, not let's say what's the right word? How do I say it was a solemn yeah. episode? Ooh, that's a good one. I'm talking about my trip to Auschwitz. It was the longest show we've ever had. So, whole so people that like short shows, sorry, uh, but, it uh, was a two treadmill show. <laughs> <laughs> so, if that's what you do, you're welcome for. But so, this show needs to be a little bit uh, more light beat. So, hopefully, we can have some more interesting stuff we could talk about. More not interesting, but more. Lighthearted. Light, yeah. So, Monique, it's up to you. You're the funny one, You're people the funny say, one. on the show. You're the designated funny one. Got it. I'm on it. Should we start with what Laura said to the people at the airport? What? Should we, should we have Laura tell her side of the story, and then you can tell no, how it actually what, went? What story are you talking about? So, well, first of all, for the record, I love Laura when she's on reserve, because I get to see her at the airport a lot more. Because when she does London, she's just in and out. like that is Yeah. And if I don't work London, I usually don't even get to see her that much. Yeah. But if she's doing reserve, they have her going and coming and going and coming in. So she'll fun. have sit time at the airport. And so 
I get to see her more. So she was ending her, her day at like eight o'clock because they were late getting in and I was off at eight 30. So she offered to drive me home. So I was like, well, this is perfect. Then it's, it's more fun. Yeah. Tanya doesn't bring me in and I get to go home with Laura. So we were walking out. Uh huh. And do you remember? No. You, you stopped a gentleman oh. after, after TSA. Oh. No. no. Okay. So oh. there's a spot oh. right after you leave out of security that Jehovah's Witnesses stand oh, okay. every day. <laughs> and I usually make the joke, like, if I leave late, I'm like, oh man, I'm here so late. The Jehovah's Witnesses have already left. Yeah. It, we talk about that all the time. And yeah. I, yeah. They're just outside of security. Like, as yeah. you leave past the TSA guy, like the dude, yeah. they're standing there. They have a little billboard. Like at a, the same a, pillar. They're at yeah. the same yeah. pillar. Right. So we're leaving and clearly they're gone because it's late and they don't have their poster. And they're usually always in like <laughs> dressed up, dressed up clothes, like Sunday best kind of clothes. And so this guy clearly is not a Jehovah's Witness, but Lars stops and goes, do you want to talk to us about Jesus? And his face was, <laughs> Just a random guy. Yeah. His face was like, why is this funny attendant asking me <laughs> to talk about Jesus? And so funny, I was like, that's normally where the Jehovah's Witnesses stand, the J-Dubs stand there. <laughs> just to clean up after yeah. me. Because <laughs> he was just like, I don't want to talk to you about Jesus. <laughs> he goes, what? And, then, and Monique goes, well, this is where the Jehovah's Witnesses always stand. And he goes, oh, oh, no, no. I'm <laughs> so it did make me laugh because that is normally where they stand. But this gentleman did not want to talk to us about Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That's it made funny. me laugh pretty good. Yeah. I was like, that's funny. That is funny. So this week you had a, a lightning issue. What happened with that? Some Oh, the the plane coming in oh, yeah. from London. The triple seven, yeah. Yeah, was hit by lightning. And it was actually I call him Blackie, but I don't think that's his name. So no, I think it is is, is that his nickname? Uh that's his nickname. So it's the, the actual airplane that Beryl talked about when she was on the show. Yeah. yeah. And it's actually really because cool he's got like a fifty or seventy five on it, and then it's got like his signatures yeah. put really big on the side, so it's clear to see. But they noticed it when they the pilots didn't say anything about it when they landed, so they didn't even know like oh really mention it happened. Okay. It was during the walk around that they saw the mark and they were like oh the, it, it was hit by lightning. The pilots noticed it. You know, it was the the because as a, a ramper we do it too. We do a walk around. Whoever brings the plane in. So. No, because the pilots wouldn't do a walk around until they were that early. To leave, yeah, to, yeah to so they it must leave. have been the crew chief. So, yeah. So at some point, so I we knew early though that it had been hit because it gets in about twelve, twelve thirty ish or so yeah. right now. And so when I was going over to start like our meeting stuff around even two thirty three, yeah, they'd already told us they're like, just so you know, they're you know trying to. See, I guess normally when it gets hit, it leaves kind of like a black streak. But they said this one didn't do that because they think it hits. It was so hot, <gasps> but it left like little holes and stuff. So they had to like get in and really make sure what kind of damage had been done in inside of the plane. But the good thing is they knew it wasn't going to go early enough that that they decided to cancel it, which I know is a big deal because if they cancel cancel it, then that means they're canceling the return the next day as yeah. well. So and is how full. They are coming back. Like they, I don't think they took it lightly to, to cancel that thing. But I mean, they canceled about six by like eight o'clock. We had everyone rebooked either on flights that night or the next day, and in hotels. And yeah. so cleanup went fairly well on it. 
Because you guys were prepared. Yeah. And it was nice because in that situation, like ev- everyone's hands on decks, like all the supervisors that are working it are there working it. And anyway, so, but yeah, it was kind of crazy. They went out the next day. So they did enough. Say, yeah, plane, they, whatever they Fixes and checks yeah. on it. Yeah. That it went the next day. So the plane's back up and going. Tickets. Was that on the wing? No, it was kind of towards the front. So that's it. The good news is it didn't hit the, the, Nose radar stuff. Oh, and the radon. Radon is out. Uh-huh. So it was just, it was close, but not, yeah, it didn't hit that at all. Cause wow. I think that would have caused massive damage. It's crazy they didn't damage. know. Like it, it'd be an airplane full of people and they didn't know that it, like, well, that's right then. We just got hit by lightning. Yeah, nothing, so. I guess. So. Autopilot. Have you been in the plane that's been hit for? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, as a passenger. Oh, really? Yeah. We were taking off out of uh, JFK and we were going to Amsterdam and Drew was sitting next to the window seat. It was on the, he had a wing window seat, unfortunately. And we were taking off and we were looking out the window and the lightning hit the wing and Drew turned around and looked at us with this little scared face. And, oh. and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so, but it was a, it was KLM. So they didn't turn around and go back. They just did a systems check as we were going across, as we were leaving. And they said, everything's still good. We're still going to go. I believe airplanes are—they're made to take lightning strikes, but then they, yeah, when they land, they probably—oh, I'm look, sure, yeah. But interesting, yeah, they're made to be able to handle it. And I think, like, that's what I was wondering. Different, like the Dreamliner is made out of different material than yeah. like the Triple Seven, and so they may. Because I've seen like some lightning strikes will like have a hole like in it in the plane if it's bad, so. Well, one time our pilot was doing a walk around and found a uh, bullet hole in the wing. They, and guess what they did to fix it? Speed tape. You got it. <laughs> the speed tape over that. Was it coming from, uh, what was it, in Mexico, where they had, like, they were shooting the plane? Oh, I saw that. Aeromexico. I thought it was in San Diego. No, well, no it was uh, when El Chapo's son got. Oh. They were, like, shooting the airplanes. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. But do you there was, like, a, a bank robbery heist down in Santiago. Oh, okay. Delta's plane got shot up. Oh. No way. Yeah, you guys didn't see that. Were they trying to steal like the money that Yeah, it was like they were trying to do like the money truck down on the Oh wow. On the tarmac. You've you've seen you've worked that money truck before. But I didn't get shot at. Thank gosh. Get my bowl. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking I was looking at it from the non-row when you told me it was canceling and like because also, at first you didn't know right away they canceled. It took you like, a couple yeah. hours, but still plenty of time, but still like what you do because that's the our London flight, because London's so slot restricted, like if they ferry another triple seven in from somewhere and then it goes out late, like it's there's so it has to land in London, like at such a small t- time period. And and so like they don't have a lot of time to. Well, the thing is, too, Lauren knows this, that if you're going to delay that thing, you don't have very long to delay it because then crew starts running into like time out. their time yeah. really quick on that one, like normal domestic ones. They can delay for flight. To, you know what I mean? Like flight mm-hmm. tents have quite a while that they can hang around. But on that one, because it is such a long flight, that's so they first postponed it to like nine o'clock. And I was like, Ugh. oh, here we go with the crew time. And, yeah. that's, and I was like, so why even postpone it to then if you know crew's going to have issues? And then they quickly, about 20 minutes after that, they started, they just canceled it. Yeah. But thank you to Kelsey for having multiple drinks that night for me. That, I saw it. She kept posting. <laughs> she kept sending the pictures of them. Here's another one. So anything happened with you this week besides your... No. Your I just surgery? sat around at home all day watching Jim Gaffigan TikToks. <laughs> That's what I would have done. That sounds awesome. I did a quick... Uh, went to the Chicago Air Show. 
I am so jealous. Did you actually do the air show or did you do the practice? I did the practice because a year ago, our friends Seb and Nicole invited me because they had went to it and they said that the practice is actually better because it's just not the people. Yeah. There was still a lot of people, but I guess not like on the actual show. Did they remember that they had invited you? Well, that's what <laughs> they invited me. And so I put in the calendar and I kept saying, I'm coming. And I think they were, that was one of the problems with me, with me is if you invite me, you probably better be serious because I'll be like, I'll come. <laughs> 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 but uh, no, it was fun. And we ended up uh, going to spend the weekend and uh, Kelsey came to town and Henry being there. So we all got to sit, kind of hang out and go see the shows and, and all that flying. And then, and the next day I spent with Kyle. And he took me to Chinatown. Oh, I saw nice. that. And had some amazing food. And then also, I, I never, like, we did our, our meetup in Chicago, but uh-huh. I didn't see the city at all. We were so busy recording that weekend. Like, we recorded, what, like, five shows? Yeah. And so I'd never seen downtown, really. Even though we stayed downtown, like, we did pizza and then recorded and we left. Like, we didn't. So did you finally find the bean? I still think we didn't get down to the bean because I guess it's under construction or the, some of the cement around it. it was. Oh. And so... But we did. He took me over by Soldier Field with the, the Bears play, and okay. you can see back the whole like downtown skyline is really pretty. Though it's a beautiful day, so it was fun. Well, nice. plus the air show, you watch it on the water there. That's that's beautiful. Yeah, so that was really. Cool. Are they like? Do they fly low enough that you can really kind of see them, or are they yeah. still? Oh, cool. Did you yeah. see the Blue Angels? It wasn't the Blue Angels this year. It was the Thunderbirds. Oh, Thunderbirds! Yeah. 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 That's of course. Cool. I sent it to because our friend Doug from Oh yeah. Next trip podcast. Yeah. He he's still in the Air Force. And so I said Blue Angels are better than the Thunderbirds because <laughs> Oh, he just said that just to <laughs> needle him. Yeah. Did it work? I don't think he was flying. He was oh. like in head to the London or something. But but uh yeah, he's other, a reservist. The other people in the in the group thought it was pretty funny. And agreed. <laughs> oh, but yeah, funny. so I, I think I grew up thinking not have it, not knowing much about Chicago, but it's a really pretty city for myself. I think we grew up, it's like there's so many murders and stuff, and there probably is, like in parts, but the parts I saw downtown are really pretty and big, huge city. And well, that's it. When we went to see Zachy this summer, we finally did the boat tour around the river. Oh, whatever. yeah, I love that. It was really fun. We liked it a lot. It was like pretty. The, the taxi or like an tour? Did you do the architectural the, tour? Architectural tour, yeah. yeah. And we were going to take the, the water taxi from Chinatown down so we could see and oh cool I guess it was not going that weekend or something oh so we didn't get to do that but Kyle's a good host isn't he yeah he's great yeah and that food was so good he he's talking about taking his mom back to Taiwan oh and now I'm like I want to go with you so I could <laughs> <laughs> did, did you so, make sure if you invite him be ready he will he will show up because yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle if you invite him he'll show up <laughs> did you have to carefully explain to him that the go wild pass does not go to Taiwan no, he, he, he should know that. Okay. Because <laughs> Kyle does have a good wild pass. How long is Frontier. that good for? I think it's a year, right? Yeah, he oh, got it's a, a full year. year. Yeah. Oh, cool. I'm so excited for him. And, you know, of all people, he knows how to use stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I saw this on your friend Don Gilbertson's. Oh, yeah. Posted on Twitter. And then I realized I did some research. So I'll ask Monique, because you may have seen the tweet. What has more seats? Frontiers Neo, 321 Neo, or our Dreamliner, 789. Oh. What has more seats in it? Dreamliner? I think the Dreamliner for sure. Oh, wow. yeah. The 789? Yeah. What about the 788? Oh, oh, good. That's different. That is different. Well, I'm just going based off ours. Like our Neo can hold, I think, like almost at max, that maybe even with jumpers is like 202. 
and I feel like Dreamliners are always like 230, 250-ish. So I'm going to still go with the Dreamliner, but now you make me th- I think, think I'm wrong. I think it's probably be the other one just because why would she even ask that? Yeah. So our 788 has 234 passenger seats. That's pretty good because I was just going off memory. And their Neo has 240. What? Oh. Yeah. Holy shnikes. 40 rows. Five, six, six flight attendants. Four rows. Four, five, five flight attendants. Yeah, probably. They, they don't have two classes of service, right? No, it's just one. So, she was like, so that's part of how they can add those extra rows. They pack a hundred or 240 passengers on a 321. I'm kind of interested in what their pitch is then. Because that's interesting. What do yeah. you mean the pitch? Like, the seat pitch? pitch? Yeah, the seat pitch is like where, from my understanding, I believe it's where like the edge of your seat. Well, you've flown Frontier before. Was it, was it tight? I've never flown it before. I felt like it was tight, but there's some of ours that feel tight too, though. Yeah. Like if you're not in a main cabin extra, some of ours, you'll get in, you're like, I feel like I'm in here tight. But they have skinny seats. Their seats are thin. I remember sitting down, yeah, and feeling like there was no cushion. Yeah. Like you were almost just sitting on That's like, Ryanair. I've only flown Ryanair and they've, yeah. that was like, like a bus seat. Yeah. Uh huh. But wow. Because that 40 more people they can fit on that plane. That's, oh, they can sell a few more go wild passes. Yeah, the, on that, like our wide body that we don't have as many seats as they have on their Neo, their 21. Well, the thing is, in our Neos, I have 20 first class. So it's not like it's a little first class either. Like mm-hmm. it's, wow. It would take five flight attendants to yeah, work that many then? Uh-huh, one flight attendant for, uh, for every 50 okay. passenger seats. It doesn't matter whether they're full or not. So you know, Frontier is like, if we can get 10 more people on here, we don't have that because they're at 240. So they can get the 250. Then they don't have to add another flight attendant because, you know, we make so much money. I think it was Ryanair's CEO. Someone had asked him about that. He kind of joked about having people stand. Like He did. I heard that. And someone was like, you really think people would pay for that? And he's like, oh, guaranteed people would. If it was cheaper, people would pay. He's like, people pay to stand to ride trains now. If they stand get, at if, concerts for hours. Look at Taylor Swift concerts. There's so. she has standing room only tickets. It's, sure, they're down in the pit. Oh, well, those people pay very good money for those tickets, <laughs> and they're yeah. standing yeah, the whole true. time. But yeah, he had kind of mentioned the people. It's it's all about cost. So we like the luxury when we fight. But I mean, people will if it's cheap enough. Wow. <laughs> so that seems like for like a flight attendant's perspective, I feel like that sounds like a nightmare. Like people just standing around. Like, it does, oh, and they're oh, in oh. your way. Yeah, and they're doing you know. Gala yoga. Well, they wouldn't be there. They're, they're, instead of rows, they would just be like standing, like <laughs> they, holding on to like. Oh my gosh. On a train. Well, holding on. <laughs> Telling them like how to stand for takeoff and landing. Like, but you know, if they were like $50 seats, but you had like $5 seats to stand, people would be like, I'll, I'll stand for an hour and a half. Especially because Ryanair doesn't fly long haul. That's like. Oh, that's true. It's only a couple hours. Like, I'll stand for a couple hours and just listen to my headphones. And They have the cutest flight attendants at Ryanair. Oh, really? You know, they had that graduation. Ryanair had a flight attendant graduation at the hotel we were staying at in Belfast. So we got to like look at them all. And I ran around giving, passing out the wings to all of them and, oh. and our business cards and our cute. non-rev lounge business cards. And they were just so cute and so excited about their jobs. Oh. I said, get ready to sell some lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> Good locations? Yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, because if people just interacted with us on social media, it'd be a good time to like quickly respond to, with it. Do you want to pull up the, the tweet? Because we have some in there and then some on Instagram. So we 
asked on social medias for your guys's best or favorite places to travel in September and October and why those are good places to travel. And we actually had quite a few people kind of reach out and give us some good ideas. Both on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. Is it called Twitter now or is it just supposed to be for X? X. I think it's whatever you want to call it. Okay. Justin said October is a good time of year for Austin and the New York area. And he said just solely off the weather. And I agree with that. Oh, I think he's, I think so too. So I th- first off, I think the overall thing is anywhere is good right now. Well, even stand by with me. That's what, yeah. It's yeah. like a flights are starting to open up. Mm-hmm. We've, we've kind of mentioned that the beginning of August is terrible. At the end of August, it starts to open up like we've seen it's opened up. And so September, October should be really good. That's what w- the next time we do this, we'll probably have to be more sp- like specific. Make sure you say where and when, like exactly, because almost anyone that said it was, was there's good places. I, Right. Well, the thing is, I was thinking about Austin because it's not going to be as humid anymore. Yeah. So that's going to be great. And I swear, our flights to Austin, even San Antonio right now, are empty. They're open up, yeah. Yeah, like they're super empty. Oh, I worked one this last week. It had 50 passengers. That's yeah. all. Yeah, so that's it. And that's a pretty regular thing, like right now with some of those Austin flights. There's, that's what I was like, I even thought about that. I thought, okay, if Austin would be a good connecting point yeah. out of Phoenix, at least for us. Cause my, my friends coming in from Costa Rica use that as their connecting Austin, point. Yeah. And when I set up the beverage cart, this, the guy and I were on it and I put 25 cups on his side and 25 on mine. I go, that's it. I'm not, <laughs> I'm going to do these 25 cups and then I'm done. So oh. if you are, haven't caught up with me, you're still doing the rest of them. <laughs> Half and half. Oh, you are meaning not because normally you're one that pushes for full service. Yes. You are meaning I'm doing my half of the work. Yeah. He could do his half. He needs to do his half. Uh huh. What if someone wanted two drinks? Oh, I don't have a problem with that. Okay. I, I, I always give him two drinks. Dude, the cart's right there. A friend of the show, Ashley in Hawaii. Yeah. She said Hawaii. So I, I wrote back and I said, but but why? Like, quite what? And she said, uh, visiting Hawaii in the fall is best because of the decrease in tourist crowds. So I guess you know kids are going back to school. So you have a lot more time to explore the the beauty of the islands and as as well as fewer crowds. So that she was saying that the fall is a good time to to go to Hawaii too. So if you're looking to go to Hawaii, you're not going to be in the summer rush and you're not going to be in the winter rush because I think in the winter it probably picks back up again. Well, think about it. if you're going to go to anywhere, there, there won't be the crowds that they usually have. So I'm sure you can get to Maui right now. Oh, for sure. The debate is if you should go to Maui or not now, which that is I don't know. Like we talked about that with a couple of us, right? Is I we st- I've seen so many both sides. Some people in Maui saying, "Come, we we need the tourists. We're struggling," and then other people saying, "Don't come. Like it's a terrible time to go to Maui. The way they need the hill." But if you're going to other islands, I would look to go to Maui first, and then hop on Hawaiian or Southwest and go to Lihue or Kona. Or- yeah, I think our Maui flights are going out with like 30 Hard, people hardly on Hardly anyone, yeah. yeah. So you could definitely get there and then island hop if you even wanted to If right you didn't now. want to like, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, we'll have to keep watching because yeah, I, I still don't know if we should encourage people to go or not because it's such mixed. Even like Brittany said, she saw an interview from like, the was it the mayor or the governor that says, come to Maui, we need you to come. But it seems like it's so mixed results. I don't know. Well, that's what I think. Even the people like on the Kihei side. Yeah. Like, I wonder how they're, you know, because they're, if they're, no one's going they're to far Island, enough away. Yeah. And, and that's where we stay is in Kihei. We used to stay in Kanapali, but now we yeah. stay in Kihei. So, and they need the money. So it's like, I don't know. 
that it is a tough like balance of what you do but yeah you don't want to take resources away that you need but also like they need money to come in to live even though there's probably some people like saying no tourists uh luke said phoenix is phoenix good to come september october September, I think so. It's still hot. Is, it's September still hot. is still hot. So yeah. So if you still want to do swimming in like if you're looking to do a resort, then September probably still is great. Because I just told our parents, I said, bring your swimsuits. It's still going to be oh, in yeah. the hundreds. But but October is when it finally cools off. So if you're looking for that, like it's nice. But then October is perfect. So I'm looking to get out of Phoenix. But if you want to come to that's, Phoenix, that's always. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else said uh, MCO. There's not as many kids. The parks actually makes sense. In Orlando, it has been really light too. A flights wise, yeah. Our flights to Miami tomorrow are like empty, empty. The two red eyes, like oh really? Like a hundred seats open on both of them. I was like, what? Miami's never open. Are we getting into hurricane season on that side? Yeah. Okay, is that what it is? Uh, Simply bespoke travel said Croatia. I don't know how to pronounce it. Malaga, M A L A G A. I think he that's it. Summer holidays over, cruises start to slow down. So weather and weather's still decent. So uh, we got a lot of that's a good Europe. Because I'd like to go to Europe. I think Angie, Greek mama of two, said oh, Greek, Greek so Isles, nice. very touristy, but and still beautiful and not too hot. So there's she's saying that's a good time to go there. We had that a whole episode about how October was great for Greece. Yeah. Well, family on standby. That's it. They talked about Lisbon and Barcelona. They said are gorgeous then. They were kind of they were kind of funny. What did they also they say? They said that, um, well they they said like hell are we going to go ahead and ruin our secrets? <laughs> but, th- but then they then they gave a few places. Another one I thought was interesting is they said Madison, Wisconsin was good because they said it's got cheese. for the fall time it's got cheese, football, <laughs> beer, and so that spotted cow. They all talk about the spotted cow beer. Have you heard of it? No, it's a dark beer, but it's very good. Interesting. Dane, the dentist, one of our dentist friends. What did he say? He says, uh, Oktoberfest, go to Munich. So he's planning okay. on going in a few weeks. I said, b- going to Germany can be, the fights can be a little fuller, but he's just going to say, like, he wants to get to Europe. So he said, it, it, I guess Oktoberfest, you know when it is? It's in September. Yeah. Oh, really? I said, uh-huh. It's going to be like October. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, isn't that weird? <laughs> it ends in, in October. Like he said, uh-huh. like, like the 8th or something, but it's like most of September in, in, in October. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Oh. Is he going to wear the whole get up? I don't know. I told you have him. He, to. I told him he needs to fly down to a day trip down here and be a guest and come talk about that. Yeah. His part time job. Remember, he's the one that works half the year. In the Salt Lake guy. He's seasonal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and a dentist. I don't even like beer, but I think I would still have fun at. Oh, you would still have fun. Would you yeah. wear the what are they call Legion Legion Hosen? Lederhosen. There it is. There's a German. Yeah, you should wear it. You should because you should be. You know, even Tyler should wear it. Yeah, Tyler, you should wear it too. You would look good in those. <laughs> what, are, what are those? These. You'd get overalls? Look, yeah, you'd look good in those. Would I wear a shirt underneath or just the overalls? <laughs> well, it's not Miami. <laughs> <laughs> Katie in Australia said, Sydney's good. She said, avoid September 22nd to the 8th because that's their spring break. Oh, that's good to know. Our fights have been pretty open to Sydney too, I've been noticing. Oh, really? Yeah, it was one of my possible Labor Day trip options. Okay. But the first class and business kind of is dwindling. So the back is still wide open, though. So you can get there. Brittany had said south of France, especially Nice. Well, especially now that we're going to fly there. Yeah. So not too busy, not too hot. So that sounds nice. And he <laughs> nice. even pronounced it correctly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Lots of Europe. 
Jet Set Suave said it's time for Europe. The weather be cooling off. The fights will start looking more manageable. So that's what everywhere it was just kind of like the Dublin, Ireland, Beirut. Trevor said Japan. I guess because Japan for us has been is ever since they opened it, it's been like miserable to go to. It seems like, but he's expecting once schools are back in. So. I still want to go to Japan. So I have a friend and her husband is going to Japan, but he's going on United. He's going to Zed okay. this next week. And I guess, yeah, I, there were like a bunch of business and a bunch in the back open. So maybe it's not so bad on other other carriers. United and Delta fly there a lot more. We don't fly there that much. So that's part of the reason we just don't have very many flights. So it seems like ours are just full, full to any of the Asian places we do go to. Ours were always open when I flew to Japan. Of course, it was during Desert Storm. <laughs> and you flew like seven passengers on a 747? Yes. That's I didn't have anyone in my area. And I said, <laughs> there's no one in my area. I'll just meet me in crew rest. That'll be me in crew rest. Is that when you were writing things down the, the aisle? No, that was that was uh, just a few years ago, actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ferry, Ferry flight. So there's tons of places open right now. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Now's the time to fly. I have a big trip this month. September, and then I have one more in October. And after like seeing everyone's responses come in, I was like, "Oh, I need more time off. Like two weeks is not enough." <laughs> and I'm gonna need more money too because that's be expensive. But yeah, but now should be a good time. So w- everyone's kind of like got through the summer of, of full floats. To- All right, so go travel. It's open. Tell us about it. So our next segment is: I'm never flying this airline again. Do you remember when Kelsey was on? First off, we get into the ones we were never flying again. I remember when Kelsey was on. And she talked about, she was on the inaugural for Redway. Yes. A few months ago, and now they're done. Yeah, she went with her friends, her friends that she met at our at our meetup. At the meetup, yeah. The guys. At the Dallas. But they just announced after three months. They're out of money. So apparently they <sighs> borrowed $3 million. Or they, not borrowed, they they got grants. It's a grant, yeah. They got $3 million to start this airline and and didn't work out. That's what I was talking to the guys from Next Trip and Greg and things. And and I said, I predicted they would be done in October. So, but I said, but I wasn't sure because it had been a few months. I'd have to go back through all of our conversations. And, and Greg actually did go back. And my prediction actually was December. I figured, I guess, that they'd get through the holidays. And I said, oh, I was being optimistic. So that's not like me at all. But <laughs> to go into a town like that that has like no other low cost carriers are there. Like so, if they're not even going to be there, mm-hmm. so United flies there six or seven flights a day, but all of this express. So to think you can go into a town that everyone else has looked at and been like, no, like even American Airlines that has the headquarters in Dallas, and they fly to every little podunk town in the Midwest and Texas and. And they're like, oh, we're not even going to fly there. Like, how do you think so that- we don't even operate there? No, it's just United. And okay. so like, how do you think that you're going to come and start this airline with 320? So 150 seat planes. Yeah. So it didn't surprise me at all that they were done. So, but never going to fly them. Well, they, they did it. It was with the city of Lincoln. It was supposed to keep people flying out of the Lincoln airport instead of driving over to Omaha. Yeah. But Amer- oh. America West Airlines, when we first started, we used to do a wrap. So we used to fly from Phoenix to Omaha and then whoop, over to Lincoln and then back to Phoenix. Oh. So we would pick up passengers in both cities. So you did fly to Lincoln, like kind of. A, oh, fly, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
But both Monique and I got a flight on an airline that we no longer have an agreement with. Yeah, JSX. So what was your experience like? I'll let you do it and then I'll tell mine. I loved it. It was awesome. So we took it out of Vegas because it actually had seats open. And when ours went to the like the crapper, I was like, babe, let's go do these guys. Like, let's. It was going to be the same price to go standby on them as it was going to be on Southwest. So, yeah. So I was like, we might as well try these guys. We were. Gonna, I knew we were going to lose the agreement soon. Yeah. But we didn't really know what to expect. I knew they had their own terminal kind of thing, their own. But it's yeah. Kind of, yeah, so I knew that you kind of went out of a hanger. So like security wise, like I didn't know what was going on, like yeah. what to expect. So we show up and like Tony had her coffee and I had like a Gatorade and I kind of, Tony was getting ready to throw it out as we were coming in and there was kind of a line and I told her, I was like, wait, like, let's just see what their security says. Yeah. Like, cause I honestly didn't know if TSA was actually even operating. I didn't know. Yeah. And all they did was they came and they like swabbed our bag, like mm-hmm. our checked bag. And, that was, and then we went up, we checked in with the girl. She was super nice. She just said, I'll get you guys seats a little bit later, you know, if I can accommodate you. Checked our bags in with her. And then we went and sat down. So I was like, well, I'm glad we didn't throw out our drinks because no, you, you, you never had to. Yeah. Like there was no... How cool is that? Like no pat down, no like taking your shoes off. Like it was, you just literally walked up, checked in and then went and sat down in their lounge, which had like free coffee and chairs and benches do you have food too or just coffee no I food i don't remember food yeah about cocktails no it's just like coffee and water okay yeah so then we just hung out we played cards we got paged back up went over or no they didn't even page us up they actually just came by they found us because it was so small <laughs> and they were like here's your like new like here's your seat assignments it looks like a little receipt yeah it was so cool and then and i kind of was curious too because so i'm watching other planes board to kind of see, okay, how is the boarding process going to yeah. go? And it always made me laugh because they would be like, now boarding for Burbank. End of boarding for Burbank. Like last <laughs> so call. Fast, yeah. Like it was so <laughs> fast. Like I was like, dang, if you aren't like there, then you're probably going to miss it because their boarding time is so quick. Because, well, the thing is too, you're only really allowed a personal item on board. They didn't, at least the aircraft I was on, they didn't even have overhead bins. Yeah, no bins, yeah. Which I thought was also crazy. So it's not like people are taking time to find space in overhead bins. They can just go sit down in their your seats. Carry your your person, that's it, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so when they call your group, you just walk up. You kind of walk through these two, it almost kind of looks like a metal detector. Yeah, it's something because like it, it, it'll, I think you have to take your laptops out. Yeah. And Katie had um, a cup, like a one of the metal cups and they were like, what's this? So that she pulled it. They, oh, yeah, it's fine. I just kind of like. Oh, okay. It. So yeah. they just, that's it. I never saw anyone got stopped. So that's kind of, okay. Yeah. But yeah. And then they just kind of, you just go get right on. And because we were going Vegas to Phoenix, but it's like a 45 minute flight. That's quick. The aircraft had the seats to me felt like they were like main cabin extra on ours. So like a little extra leg room, okay. but still like a main cabin seat. But I, yeah, I fell asleep and they did do like a service. They came through and. You could have got like a cocktail at that time, I believe. For free. For free. Okay. Uh, but I slept through. And then I did get mad at Tony when I woke up and she hadn't ordered me anything. I said, I said, where's my drink? She goes, I didn't do what you wanted. That's rookie. <laughs> but yeah, it was, and then you got off the plane. You went right inside. And then they, when they were like trying to shuttle people, at least in Phoenix, back inside, because they were like, it's too hot to wait out there for your bags. Because they would have brought okay. the bags kind of yeah. almost just right there. So they shuttled us back in. And then we went back around and got our bags maybe 10 minutes after. Yeah, I that loved so it. Cool. No, I said just, and it was so easy to be like, they come get picked up because it's just you just walk out and there's like the parking lot. Yeah, I mean it's not this hike out of you don't you know, have to go to the terminal. gates or yeah, they're gonna yeah. Where did you fly on? So 
I think I flew the same day as you, and also from from Vegas to Phoenix. But I that was my second flight on them. Yeah, because I remember thinking if ours something happens to ours, there was going to be more seats on years later. I was like, then maybe we'll see him. But so real quick about the seats, let's talk about those. You, they're not on Staff Traveler, and I wrote Staff Traveler, and I said, how come you're not showing the, the JSX flights? And because they're a charter company, they don't the the data they get the, the show of the planes that they don't get it for some reason, but. Getting getting loads if you just get on the My ID Travel, it shows you exactly how many seats are open. Yeah, we learned that from Standby Secrets. Maybe, yeah, because they fly them all the time. Yeah, you you can't see how many are listed, so I'm always always like, oh, but not that many people list. I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think there's many non revs that try to get on, but so you can still get the loads that way. You can look and they'll say like, I think if there's more than ten, it says ten, but it'll show you like ten, five, like there's two seats open. You can kind of see, okay, that's how, how many are there. I guess if you know someone, then you can reach out and ask them. But yeah, you can't get on Staff Traveler. But I wanted to fly it on the longer route because the Vegas to Phoenix that you did, it was so up and down. And I've heard that they they do a pretty good service. And so I wanted to do that. You just wanted that charcuterie board. Well, they changed it up. So they didn't have the board. I never got the board. And either of the times I flew them. But they had like a sandwich that they gave was really good, like a spicy pork sandwich that they oh. gave. Yeah, and another one was more of a breakfast one. So th- the first time I flew from Dallas, from Lovefield, because it's not the FF, but to Vegas on the same day, mm-hmm. and then and then back down to Phoenix. And so the difference was, uh, so was they have two different kinds of airplanes. One is a 145, the, even our airline flies some 145s. And they changed it because they can only have 30 passengers on there. So there's the single row on one side, and then on the other side, it's usually two, and then they have the one, but then they have on the other middle seat, the aisle seat, they turn it into just a big like tray table thing. Okay. And so you have a big area. I put my laptop on there. They have drink holders in it, and it's just, there's so much room. So so they're only allowed to have 30 passenger seats? 30, yeah. Huh. So- on the on the size that you flew, I think, and the size that I flew, the second one was a one thirty five, and it's a one two. So, one, do you have someone sit? Was Tony sitting right next to you? Yes. Yeah. So on mine, there was no. It was just one one all the way back on the first one. Oh. And the the second one, it was one two, and it, the, the one two felt a lot more cramped. Like it's still more legroom, but if you're gonna fly on like the one forty five is is a lot nicer, I think. Okay. So, yeah, it was. It was nice though, and they they came through and did all the drinks. So they had, their Wi Fi on board is amazing. I don't know if you tried it at all, but it's super fast. Oh, cool! Yeah, it's really fast, and it's free. What's oh, free? Yeah, yeah. Free. They have free drinks, so that was that's another thing that's really nice. And it, it felt like a private plane, though. It totally. That's it. Yeah, everything feels just like yeah a private plane kind of. One thing I would say it's it's not super easy. To connect to other airlines, though, because you Be- are kind of you're not you're the in FBO. the terminal. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah. Because I was like, maybe I'll fly into Vegas on us, and then I'm like, it's going to be like 45 minutes to an hour to get out of the terminal and then get an Uber back to where they're at. So that's another reason I did them twice instead of like us and then them or the other way, because they're just not super convenient to get between the two. Well, no, well when Tony was trying to get back from the Ed Sheeran concert out of Colorado yeah, last week and our flights were just like looking terrible. Oh, really? It made me so mad that we didn't have our agreement anymore because they fly out of 
Boulder yeah. to Phoenix. <laughs> and it was like, they're not even an option anymore. Yeah. So that's one thing about that. It's because it's a charter company, but they don't fall in the same thing. So they don't have to have 1500 hours. The pilots don't. Oh, okay. Okay. They can be over 65. So they can have the older ones. They can go back and fly for them or they can have younger guys that don't have as many hours. Like my son, Drew. Yeah. They don't have to do the TSA regulations. They don't have to. Yeah, so that's why they're just, that's how they're kind of different. Well, so you flew them with Katie. Did she like it? Yeah. So I, I flew it by myself because I was like, I want to do this before because like our friends, Step by Secrets, like they fly them all the time. They said how wonderful it was. Other people, like I keep saying how great it was. And so I wanted to fly it. So I did it that one route. And then as I was talking to my wife and I said, hey, we're losing it like next week. Are you interested in, in flying on that airline in JSX? And she said, Yes, and I said, just so you know, it's just going to be a fly. Like <laughs> this is a Tyler, trip. and also we were losing our mint to his out on another one. So yeah. at, at the same exact time, and so I, I, I built this trip. And I said we can do them both if you're interested, and and she said yes. I said okay. So I said just you know, it's just flying. She said yeah, that's great. So we flew Dallas to Miami, left field to Miami on it, and she loved it, and she all the same things. And we invited Claudia. Claudia flew with us too. Oh, that's right. Claudia went. Very fun. And then we took an Uber up to Fort Lauderdale. And, and then we flew Mint from Fort Lauderdale to San Francisco. So we got to do both. And Katie got to have both Mint and JSX. Did you feel so bougie? Yeah, it was fun. And JetBlue, mm-hmm. was, the Mint was great too. And Claudia got the throne. Very cool. Oh, she had that. Yeah. The your seat. The no pants. Yeah, she closed the, the door. The no pants seat. <laughs> So, Tyler goes in there and closes the door and takes off his pants. I did. It's approved. I didn't get in trouble for it. <laughs> but yeah, so that was fun. We got it. So she got to cross off both of those. Uh, it was a little stressful getting out of San Francisco, but we figured it out. We ended up going to Burbank. And did Claudia just go straight back to Dallas? Yeah, so she got on. Okay, good. Being a through passenger. and Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, no, it was stressful for her to get home, wasn't yeah, it, it was. too? Like flights out of San Francisco. So that's what the, the almost almost the whole flight of Mint. I was San Francisco. I just closed up, and we had to get back in the morning. So I spent most of the flight on Wi-Fi requesting loads of how to get out of <laughs> San Francisco because they have free Wi-Fi on JetBlue too. Oh, so unfortunately, on. instead of like get it, I, I enjoyed the mail, but then I spent a lot of time, and I found a. Uh, we ended up going as soon as we landed. We sprinted. Over to United, jumped on them on a nasty CRJ 200 <laughs> to Bakersfield and spent the night there. And then in the morning, flew Bakersfield back home because that had seats open. But I did wow. look back and I noticed if we would have stayed in San Francisco, we would have got out to. Son of a gun. You cannot do the look back. But now I know how to lift on United because I figured that out. Because that That's was good. a hassle. You can help and the I, rest of us. You figure it out. Yeah, when I did Tony, I don't feel like I had. I mean, it felt like an extra step or two, but it wasn't that hard. I yeah, now think. I know how to do. It. I can do it pretty quick. But so we got it, and flying on their two hundred, they had magazines, and and then the way the flight tenant was going through, telling everyone to turn their phones off, I was like, "What is this? Like, two thousand five was." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we got home. But yeah, it was a fun trip, and we got to try out JSX and JetBlue, and as we got off JSX with. Katie and Claudia and I said, I'm never flying this airline again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not paying for it. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, their seats are like $500 seats. Well, the thing That's is, lovely, that, though. And we paid 
or is that fair? Well, I feel like you can, well, maybe that's like round trip. I've seen, because I've gone like their website or their app and looked at flights. You yeah. can find them for like 230 sometimes one way. To Vegas is a little cheaper, like the shorter ones. But if you want the longer flights, yeah. Okay, maybe that's what I was like. But if you have a chance and like, and if you're already doing that route and it's comparable to like a normal, like yeah, yeah, yeah. just a regular mainline kind of. I would try it out. Yeah. Try them for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hopefully we'll get the, the Z agreement back or something will happen that we can get to fly them again. That they were good. They remember when we were looking for things for our, our meetup in Dallas and we wrote them and they said they can't come join us and do it. But they said, here's a model airplane. I think Which was generous. Yeah. Stand by with me, took a model. Now I wish now that I've flown, I was like, oh, I want the model now for my collection because I try to have all the airplanes, airlines I fly. And they gave the $500 voucher. Yeah. To the four-year-old. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm sure that his mom will get to use that. So, Yeah, that was like our big grand prize. That was our grand prize. Yeah. yeah. So thanks to them for donating those. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, And it did go to a good home. Yeah, it did. Stand yeah. by with me. That's a good home. It's not like, you know, when you and I were doing the Cranky Network Awards and people were taking home models that really don't deserve them. So if you don't want it, the Connor, let me know. <laughs> I didn't even see it, too. I saw the box, but I should have opened up and seen what the model looked like. Maybe we wouldn't have gave it away if I would have seen it. Well, as soon as you take it out of the box, it loses value, though. That's not true. Not we, had, we had so much fun. <laughs> we were getting tired, you and I, by the end of the raffle. Yeah, who cares? Here's a bunch of... We don't know. Who cares? Okay, so I have a question for you, too. Because I don't know if it... I guess I could, it could be for me, too. How would you like it if our CEO came and worked next to you? Like in the airplane? He, as a flight attendant, as he, a as a gate agent, or as a ramper, I would I would want him. There's like specific flights I would want him to see. Do you know what I mean? Like I want to see him on a flight that's been delayed four times, and then they told all the passengers at two a.m. Okay, now you're gonna go out tomorrow at noon. I wanted him to see that, not the Austin that's booked to fifty five, because I feel like that's the kind of flight they would show he'd like show up to. yeah that's uh i see that but no i would love for him to actually see how like the operation when it's in a hand basket and i would like him to see that when we don't have the special meal loaded okay yeah and the uh, people get mad because they don't have their asian vegetarian entree oh so when london delayed overnight i was recommending a guy for the next day he had business we didn't have it anymore so i got him in premium economy and he was like what about my meal well, at this point, it's within 24 hours, so it's too late to request a special meal. And the, he said something about vegetarian when I went to look at the options. So there's like six different vegetarian there's, options. Yeah, 13 options for food on and, those. And like half for different different types of vegetarian. Yeah. Asian vegetarian. Hindi vegetarian. Veg, or vegan. Ve- vegan vegetarian. Yeah, yeah there's like, all kinds. But you know, if if they was to if he was to show up, they would put it on a flight that was just easy. Oh yeah, they would have like all the trainers be the ones working. Like if if he was to come on the ramp, they would never put him around me. He's like his shirt's not tucked in. He hasn't combed <laughs> his hair in a week. He he needs to take his iPod earpods out of his ear. Yeah, I mean they would have the people that they wanted to. Okay, I'd love him to see one of our like weight restricted downgrades at minus 20 when they do that to us and the problem with the, like, C- the ceo 30 people off when it's yeah. as big an airline as we are though is it's so big that you almost need i don't know how much say he would have like he because he he's so over so much but yeah and even when people like 
the director level people do fly like they're so catered to that it's like they don't know how much they see when things are okay well i'm gonna tell this tell this story so i guess i was walking through the terminal and one of our pilots saw him and her his wife had been going through breast cancer all of that and they had like fourteen thousand dollars in bills that the insurance didn't cover and so he walked right up and was telling all about that and pan him his card and said you send me an email about it and and they they paid for it they covered it so i mean that's i i just kind of thought that was cool no that is cool yeah i mean he got approached really when he probably didn't want to be approached that's how monique is every day when she works the counter (laughs) (laughs) exactly (laughs) (laughs) actually want to talk to you So this is Dorkfest week. If you're going to come, let us know. Come come and say hi. I, I'm coming in probably on Friday. You're coming on like I'm Thursday. coming Thursday. And then DJ Spotter, Kelsey, and I are going to take the Sundowner train down to San Diego, have lunch in San Diego, and then we're going to take it back. And then we'll be at the H Hotel nice. Friday night. And you're coming some point probably. Yeah, well, technically, right as of right now, I'm still scheduled Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So I need to figure that out. Yeah. And then... Yeah, so either coming Friday or Saturday morning, something. Yeah, it should be fun to see people though. I know as we people we as we put out stuff out on social media, a bunch of people have said we're coming, we're coming. So it'd be fun to see everyone and meet everyone. So I've gotten several texts from people that you would not expect saying, "Hey, I'm going to go to Dorkfest this year. You know, tell me what to do." What? And I'm like, "Wow, I didn't even know you followed us, let alone you're coming to Dorkfest. I'm excited. It's a free event. We remember Tracy." My yeah. sister-in-law, she, they're going to come. Her and her husband are going to Oh, good. I like Tracy. Year. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a fun weekend. So we're excited to see everyone this weekend that comes. And uh, and uh, do you want to promote our social media? I do. Please follow us on uh, Non-Rev Lounge on Instagram, X, and also send us an email at nonrevloungepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you. And everyone stay safe. See you next week. Bye. This has been Non-Rev Lounge. This episode was sponsored by Staff Traveler, which is the number one app to get your non-rev loads. It is used by over 600,000 people from all airlines in the world and built to make your non-rev trips easy and stress-free. Sign up now for free at stafftraveler.com forward slash non-rev lounge. Oh, I took pictures of the big bathroom if we needed to display <laughs> that effort. Um- How many people did you get in there? Oh, we, we did. I got the whole crew in that one time, remember? You oh, yeah, you took I got the whole crew, yeah, and I could take a picture of it. Just for the picture? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, did I tell you that I thought Ben Willis was mad at me from standby list? Yeah, I thought he was mad at me because I like DM'd him a couple times and he wouldn't answer. Oh. I thought he was mad at me because you know, I made that comment about Canadians, the Canadians on my group tour. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I thought he wasn't answering me and I felt it was really sad that I upset him, and it turned out I didn't upset him. He's just traveling to Banff. <laughs> but I was really sad. Were you writing him like every 10 minutes? Oh, no. <laughs> Answer me. Answer me. Are you mad? Are you mad? I'm only doing that when I date people. <laughs> um, some people in the break room were talking about, is it was a, a co-worker's son had an ex-girlfriend that was texting him like 40 times like in an hour or something like that. <laughs> so I go, is that too much? <laughs> to like, I was so crazy. I think I had sent you like two texts yesterday and you hadn't wrote back yet. And then Henry tagged you in something in the group chat and I was going to write back and be like, she's not answering, so don't even try. <laughs> I was probably napping. I know. <laughs> but I'm going and you're to, taking the kids, right? On fall break? On fall break, yeah. What, did you, what are you guys doing again? We're going to Hurricane Central. You, are you guys doing cruise? Uh, it looks like Cancun. All inclusive? 
Yeah. With the kids? So it's Smoothie City. So the other night we went to Costco and my kids don't get out too much. They're just too crazy. <laughs> and we're eating just at the, the pizza place in Costco and uh-huh. they're just going crazy. And we're like I'm trying to get them to calm down. And I turned to my wife, Katie, and I said, are you ready to do this for a week? And at all inclusive, you're eating out. I said, you're eating at a restaurant basically three times a day. So taking like, it felt like hey, I had went to the zoo and just picked up three random animals and took them to Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing is, you'll be out playing with them. They'll be exhausted from the yeah, sun exactly. and like playing out in, in the yeah, ocean and stuff. So, like, I bet your kids are trashed by like six p.m. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, "I just want to go to bed." Yeah, and you will be too, trashed by six p.m. But see, this is why I go to clothing and optional places because they don't have children. Okay, so I walk up to Monique because she's working with this guy, and I said, to her, "I go, oh, that guy's so nice." I walked with him out to the employee parking lot once. I said, and he's got like a disability. I said, so he was pointing out all the cars that were in the disabled parking spots that belong to pilots and flight attendants. <laughs> I go, and he couldn't get a seat, uh, a parking spot there, and he actually needs it. And she looked at me. She goes, "You know, that's the cane guy." I go, "Oh my god." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's telling me how hard it is for him to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Then I realized it was him. I'm like, oh, yeah, Rich. Rich. (laughs) I didn't know if I was allowed to say his name. There's no way Rich listens to this show. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's funny because he he will still mention to other people about that one girl who sent my cane away. Has he forgotten it's you? No, he knows it's me. Like, we're finally like at a pretty (laughs) decent spot. But like, he'll tell other people. Yeah. Well, can you joke about it with him? Not yet. I don't. We don't joke about that. <laughs> it's still too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Seven years later. Do you I want to talk you, about Jesus? That well, that was part of what made it better. But <laughs> I had cried almost the whole way into work. Like I was just an emotional wreck all day. Just I was super emotional. And then seeing Laura, she came and visited me, and that made me happy. And then I got to hurry and see her before she flew out because they assigned me to work her flight like 10 minutes before push time or something. It was great. She got on board. She came on board. I was in the back crunching ice. Is this someone slapped me on the butt? And I'm like, who is that? <laughs> but that's it. I started, she was waiting. So I was like, okay. So I ran back and we sat and chatted. And then I thought they were going to close me in. And I guess you're like, number one or two was like joking about they were going to try to close me in. Yeah, too. they were going to try to, yeah. We're going to keep you with us. Yeah. Anyway, and then I got it. Then I saw her later that night too. It was, it was fun. so good. I assume you cried on your way to work every day. <laughs> that's, that's not a normal thing. Someone's getting a beer. That's what I'm all that's all I'm saying. Oh. Are you? No. Oh. David. I, I'm not I'm not drinking because it slows healing. Oh, it doesn't? Uh-huh. So I'm not drinking oh. right now. Look at him. See, this is what he does to me. You're doing is, Do you think that's loving? <laughs> He's so happy though. Look at that face. He's so Do you think that's loving? Is it dry <laughs> September for you? It's it's dry week. <laughs> it's gonna be dry for Dave. Yeah, it's gonna be dry for Dave. <laughs>